Today's Braze Bits is sponsored by Sean William Scotch Tape. Ever wish you could merge your appreciation of actor Sean William Scott with the usefulness of Scotch Tape? Well, now you can. Sean William Scotch Tape is the only product on the market that lets you stick with your adolescence forever, forming an unbreakable bond with the delayed adulthood and sophomoric life outlook that results from admiring characters often played by the actor Sean William Scott. Sean William Scotch Tape, a model role for the preeminent role model. We got some breeze bits. We got some breeze bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for breeze bits. Mmm, bits. Tape me up. Stifler's mom. Tape. This is all on tape. This is it's, on wax. People tape things, but you know when comedians are like, or comedy clubs like send a tape? Yes, submit a tape. I usually want to send masking tape. What's a send tape? It's just, it's a video file. Back in the day, the VHS tape. But people still say tape. It sounds more professional sending a tape. Sean Wynn Scott, tape. That's our new sponsor. That's what I was just talking about. Huge. Welcome to Braze Bits, episode 80, Dose, Lance. Welcome to Braze Bits, episode 80, Dose. After a week in person, we're actually back in the virtual kitchen Lance refused. He would not. I wanted to do an in-person uh, back in the kitchen together again, but Lance, he got a, he was sick of me. I, I, maybe I smelled it and put on deodorant. Lance refused to do an in-person recording. We're back in the virtual pot kitchen. The chemistry might be a little off, but you know what? Hands up. Bond Lance. I don't like this. <laughs> we're going to get like in the real deal. It was it, So we're recording on a day. It's like the record time. It's like a hundred degrees. I think it's like 98 degrees. Lachette. Can't stand the heat. Get into the virtual and pot kitchen. We were recording in a basement. That's hot. Normally it would just have not worked out. Although you didn't say not to do it, but I read the text as that. And then I was like, I I'd still do it. I was going to text you back and I'd be like, I'd still do it in person, but then we kind of already decided on this. So, you know, it is a little bit on me, but, I, I would have done it. I would have done it. Who done it? Either way, this is great because my apartment's very hot. So I was prepared for it to be very hot in the, in the basement of the actual kitchen. But I was more worried about us recording and the visual aspect of it, of me looking like a sweaty mess. Now it's like a sweaty mess in the, in the Zoom sesh. Yes. Yeah, which is fun. And I was ready. I mean, I got my chef's whites. So I figured this is, this is our outfit, so I'm not going to let the heat stop me. I'm impressed by you throwing on the whites. I'm very impressed. I almost wore no shirt right now. I'm, I'm already sweating. I turned off my dad fan and my AC, and I'm just coming in hot. Yeah, a lot of people, are, I got a text from Con Ed. I'm sure you did too. It was like, there's going to be a power outage, so don't turn on the AC and don't use a microwave. I said, already on that, way ahead of you, Con Ed. You're not nuking nothing. I Duke haven't nuking. used a microwave for, for you for years. Do I get, could you give me a credit? And they said, don't use air conditioning unless you like need to. Like, who's using AC? Who, I guess they're just saying, like, don't run your AC if you're not home. I don't need it. You don't need AC? No, but they're saying, don't use AC. And that to me, that's a challenge. <laughs> they're talking to me directly. You don't need it. I don't like how they, they use the same noise for uh, Amber Alerts. It was like a, my phone was in the other room and it was like, oh, there's an Amber Alert. I went over. Uh, no, it's just Con Ed. Mine was hidden and on silent, so I didn't see it till recently. Interesting. I thought sometimes even when it's on silent, these alerts go. Yeah, go I thought so too, but I didn't get it. But I got some new because I moved. I got new hiding places for my phone. That's great. 
Yeah. That's great. You're still hiding that bad boy. Yeah. For Brazerbacks who might've missed that episode. One time I talked about how I just hide my phone in random places in my apartment. So I don't get distracted by it. Right. I think there's, there's gotta be a better workaround than that. But you know what? Whatever works for you. Work, uh, Sean Williams, Scotch tape. Workaholics. We're, we're grooving. We're, we're moving and we're grooving. We're grooving. Lance, I got a little bit of meal prep. I don't know if you're ready for it. Hit me. It's going to get physical. It's going to get real. It's going to come out, I'm, I'm afraid to say it, aggressive, Lance. I can't wait. You're not going to have to wait much longer, Lance. I'm, I'm still waiting. You. You're not going to, listen, you're not going to need to hold on for much, much longer. Look, I got something to say. Two different things. One was addressed in the Patreon, but I got to put it on the main event. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want exclusive content. Two bonus episodes, one bonus episode a month, two off-menu episodes. I think I'm dehydrated, but it's great to be here. Lance, going back now two weeks, we did our top nine egg dishes. I just got to bring it up. I got to bring it to the forefront. Phil uh-huh. Jackson made, it, made, made me aware of it. On your top nine egg dishes, you had corned beef hash, not an egg dish. And then you, on the Patreon, you defended it saying that if you go to any diner menu, if you go to the egg uh, section. There's going to be corned beef hash. I, I went to a few different menus. Not not always the case, Lance. <laughs> you went hash. to it. You went to a few different menus. What does that mean? Went to a few different menus online. Did yeah, my that's not that's food. not going to a diner. That's selective choosing. I'll make you. I'll I'll give you hash a bet. This out. Hash it out. What's the bet? The bet is you could pick. Well, actually, I'll pick a random diner. I don't try. Actually, we're gonna have a third party pick a diner, and we'll see if it's on the menu. Corned beef hash, great with eggs, but is it an egg dish? No. (laughs) The way I interpret it, yes. I'm not having it without eggs, so yes. I'll also give you a one-up you. I'll call your your bluff. I'll Seidel raise you. Over the weekend, I had brunch, which is big for me, but uh, we'll get we'll get into it later. But I had brunch at this place, Buttermilk Channel, which is a it's like a popular place in in my neighborhood, and I had short rib hash, and. Short rib hash, of course, comes with eggs. Sure. Sunny side up eggs I got. Sure. But what is short it's, rib it's hash? It's kind of, it's self, it, it, it's July 4th weekend. We hold this hash to be self-evident that it's going to come with eggs. It can't, it usually does come with eggs, but is exactly. it, there it is. an egg dish? You're is just it trying dish? to stir controversy. Phil I'm Jackson's really trying to, you are obscuring the facts. I think Phil was a little upset because we went after his French toast. Which, yeah, which is I mean, made with eggs. Everything's made with eggs. I'm made out of eggs. Jesse Eggner. Zygote. You're the zygote. I'm the goat. I'm LeBron James. And then the other meal prep is Phil Jackson-centric as well. I was with Phil Jackson this past weekend. This past. He's not past. He's still with us. He's in the present. He's actually a present. He's actually a gift. And I'm a gift to him. He took umbrage. Don't know what that means, but he took Dolores, umbrage. Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. With your presentation of his predictions of last week. I know. Last week, we did our top nine food items to bring over to a barbecue, to an event. And you you set him up to fail, Lance. I went after, I I really, I, I almost ended our relationship with Phil. The, the triangle offense was, it was ruined. It was turned into a square. And Phil was not happy. Phil says that you, the way you interpreted his you made, you made it seem like I don't bring any gifts, which triggered me. I was I was off kilter. I was going nuts. He meant to say, or the, the, way, the way he meant to write his predictions was that he's never had 
me i've never brought over food to his house or to an event for a party so he doesn't know he hasn't witnessed me bring that kind of gift but i bring gifts and then he, he wanted to make sure that i knew i am a gift so phil thank you very much and lance what do you have to say about that what i have to say about it is while i after like the second after i said it i realized i set him up to fail and i felt bad and i i think noted this on the pod and yeah i did i, I own it it's big that's big of you yeah i was triggered Go back to episode also, 81. You'll see me really tear down the house. Maybe, maybe Phil will get mad at this. I said, uh, I said he, as a new, really went after you last week. I apologize for steering him in that direction. Oh, that's big. That's so huge. I apologize as well. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got physical. But I, yeah, I, I didn't mean to do it, and uh, it's it's on me. So, Phil, I hope you could forgive me. It was kind of lost in the. It was tough doing because that was the first time we've ever in person delivered predictions. Yeah. And I was intimidated. It was an intimidating scene. We were, we had chefs walking past us. We were face to face. We didn't really have a moment to, to gain our composure. Now we're back in the virtual pod kitchen. I feel like I can say whatever I want. You're a screen. You're not real. Yeah. And I'm excited. I mean, obviously it's a heat wave today and we, we chose not to do it in the pod kitchen, but there is an element of we are, we are fast. Seidel said, you know, we're back in pod shape. You really have to get in pod shape when we're in person because we're Dan Quick, which was a guy who was like good at cross country in my high school. And his that's name, quick. His I'm name, last up. name was Quick. And I was like, that makes more sense for a sprinter. Emmanuel Quickly, solid rookie, very, very fast on his feet. Great last name, Dan Quick. Get him on the pod. He moved, I think. I don't think he like ended up like, was, you know, how sometimes people move. Yeah. He's on the move. Always on the move. <laughs> And groove. He moved and no one noticed. It was, it was really uh, quick. You hate to have that. You hate when someone moves and like, what happened to Dan Quick? Oh, he hasn't been here for five years. Yeah. Well, that was that meal prep. You had any meal prep? Not really. Seidel said you couldn't handle, uh, like, he said, he said Jay Ogs with the full meltdown last week in reference to your My your QAB? QAB. Yeah. See, I'm glad you brought that up. It was not a meltdown. That was me showing the Razorbacks that I can handle the heat, and I'm not going to roll over like a muffin. I'm not going to turn over. Are muffins rolling over? Turnover, like an apple turnover. Muffins are rolling over, too. You roll a muffin down a hill. There was Side a uh, my my, uh, my neighbor growing up, we'll call them Steve Kerr. They had a dog named Muffin, and Muffin rolled over. So you're rolling over like Steve Kerr's dog muffin. Exactly. <laughs> I, well, I tried to do this bit. I really thought it was great, but everyone hated it. It was like, you know, you're getting older when all the dogs from growing up are dead. I feel like you. you <laughs> I love it. It's true. It's a dark bit, but it is very true. It was really it's just a true. statement. There's no joke behind it. It's, it's funny. It's, it's a dark funny, but it's, 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 it's not a bit. It's just, it's just a sentence. But it's a good way of expanding getting older. Yeah. yeah you, can, you can expand it. Maybe I'll add, add on it. Seidel, I'm not rolling over. I'm coming after all the brazier backs. If you wanted to tell me that my pasta take is wrong, guess what? I'm anti-pasta, but I like anti-pasta. That's, 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 that's a bit I'm working on, too. I like that. Where, where's working in bits? That That's a bit. I'm working on it. Twirl, it up in a, twirl, twirl me up in a fork and eat me, because I'm ready for your highlights. Wow. You're trying to end this already? Yeah, we, kidding, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta head to a show. True. Uh, my highlight, again with Phil Jackson, was his fiance, Jeannie Buss, 
many think that they're not together anymore, but Jeannie Buss and Phil Jackson still still going strong. She had her 30th birthday uh, and we had a full day event. Started off the day with some softball. We played a, played a softball game at our- I heard about this. It was great. Fantastic event. We played at our local, the field that we, Phil and I played peewee football growing up, Memorial Field in Hillsdale. Smacked some balls around, had some long toss. I got dirty. I was the only one who really got dirty. I was sliding. I was diving for balls. I got sandy, sweaty. It was a hurricane out there. You made I contact? enjoyed myself very much. I made contact. I hit a home run, Lance. Wow. It had an error on it. I think it was an error in the outfield. But I still, I touched, I touched them all. I like that. I played in uh, the summers of like high school, college, like like 17 to 19. I played in a co-ed softball league. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot, a whole lot of fun. I played all the different positions. I pitched a little bit, played first base, played. I started off a shortstop. Not a good idea. Started off with two quick errors. I got subbed out, put in the outfield, caught a bunch of fly balls. Great day overall. And then we went, then I went back to my Miss Padre's house and I jumped in the pool. Nothing better than jumping in the pool after a nice softball game. Just getting, you know, rinsing off all the sand in the pool. And then we went to Jeannie Buss's parents' house for a outdoor birthday party in the afternoon. It was a hot, humid day. Not as hot as it is, it is today in the city, but it was very humid. It was like raining on and off. But overall, really nice time. Got to meet the Buss family. Got to see some old high school friends. One of my high school friends, uh, John Joe, hit me in the head, which is always fun. He kind of roughed me up, remind me of high school getting bullied. That wasn't really a highlight. It was more of a low light. But other than that, great day. Great Saturday. Sounds like a nice day. It was phenomenal. It was hot and heavy. I had one more softball. Oh, were you stealing signs in softball? He didn't have any third. He <laughs> didn't have any like third base coaches. We weren't really giving signs. How was Phil Jackson? Phil was good. Phil was really good. Good hitter. He was playing the outfield a bunch. For Jeannie Buss's birthday, did you get her a gift? I did. I did. I brought over All a right. bottle. I brought over a bottle All of wine. Right. I got real scared there for a second. All I brought right. over a bottle of wine. This was interesting because I, especially after coming off last week, I'm going over to her parents' house. So my 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 strategy was I brought a bottle of wine. My strategy was whoever approaches me first, the parents are. Jeannie was getting the getting the wine first. So I, Jean, I saw Jeannie first. I gave her the bottle of wine. So I, I like was going to give it to her or give it to the host of the, of the house. I like that. Worked out well. Because if you didn't bring a gift, you're going to have to corn beef hash that out. I'll have to egg on my face again. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Do I go? Sure. I did a... I would say it's an... I, I will say. I would say. Say All-time braised bit-centric highlight. I conducted a pizza tour uh this past weekend kate's friends uh, from kansas city visited as well as her boyfriend we'll call them the kansas city stars like the newspaper i don't know if that still exists but the kansas city stars visited and requested to go on a pizza tour and i was excited we have that idea and i thought it was great it's something i've kind of always wanted to do so i did that's that's next level too it is because you can go all over the place. You could car. get places without a car. It's harder, especially in the summer. The heat, the pizza. So my first room was we. My first idea was to do one in each borough, and that seemed crazy. The more I thought about it, that's so. Local. 
we limited it to Staten Island and Brooklyn. So we st- went to five places in all. Wow. Started uh, like 11 a.m. Wow. Went to Staten Island, went to Joe and Pat's in Staten Island. Heard of it. It was, it was good. I hadn't been to that area of Staten Island. I don't know the exact neighborhood, but it's more on the north. So it's like closer to the ferry than the places I've been to were more suburban. This was like more of a city feel. Like there wasn't any parking, you know, that type of thing. And then after that, we went to... You guys getting pies or slices? So it depends on the situation. Joe and Pat's only does pies. So we got a pie. However, they were thin sliced. And actually we ate, we ended up eating the whole pie because they're, you know, they're thin. So we ended up having like two slices each. At Joe and Pat's, we got half cheese, half pepperoni. Nice. Then we went to L&B Spumoni Gardens in Gravesend. You been there? I have legendary. It was my second Squares. time there. Square slices. Uh, you get the Spumoni ice. Dino Spumoni. Nice. I think we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little. I know. Um, let you ask questions. So we went to that. Then we went to Defara in Midwood. Stop. That Go was on. only the third stop. Yes. Then we went to FNF in Carroll Gardens, which I had actually never been to, but it's around the corner from my apartment and it's the people behind the restaurant Frankie's four, five, seven. Uh, Frankie's. Yeah. Frankie and Frankie. Yeah. Legendary. And they have like a, I guess more upscale pizza. And then we finished at Lucali. Stop it. You got pizza. That's, that's where places? we stopped. We did. It was a lot of pizza. How did you get Lucali? I thought you'd need like a reservation. You do. You'd wait for days. We, we got there at four o'clock. And ended up sitting down. We got a reservation. I'll talk about it later, but got a reservation for nine. Ended up sitting down at like 9.50. But you didn't have to wait online for all that time, right? You, 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 no, we waited you- online from like four to like 4.20. Oh, that's not bad at all. I would do that. Yeah. I've heard stories where you have to like hire, people are hiring task rabbits to wait online for them. No, you just have to you put in your name and then you have to like, they give you a time and then you have to like kill the time. Gotcha. But you... You guys, you guys live in Brooklyn, so that was, that was convenient. It was, yeah. What a day. Holy yeah. mackerel. So I'm not, here are my, can I give you my predictions of, of your top, the top three? Just ask, I don't know how we best do it, but just, yeah, keep asking me questions, say things, and I'll, I'll respond. Was the pizza good? <laughs> no, I'm just it, was, it was all good. My predictions, my, I've had Defara. Defara to me is the, the number one. Never had Lucali. I'm going to say it's Defara, Lucali, and then L&B Spumoni. What was the, the, the top three? So number one to me is uh, Defara. And I, it's not really even that close. There's a lot of different categories. I think it, this kind of got me thinking that we should just do a top nine New York City pizza place. Yeah. Praise bits. Yeah. Um, was the old uh, man working? So this is this only the second time I've been there too. And I think so. They, I've only been in the summer, I realized. And both times the inside is closed because they don't have air conditioning. Oh, wow. And so I think he was, but you couldn't actually see. Gotcha, gotcha. And you had to eat it like on the street, which is great. But yeah, Defara well, number one, Lucali number two. I think in terms of pizza, Joe and Pat's number three. But if wow. you take everything together, vibes, ambiance, Tony Gardens has the best vibes and energy maybe. So maybe tie between Joe and Pat's and uh, Spumoni Gardens and then FNF number five. 
Got Not it. that it's bad, but it's just it's clearly a step and down were, from the others. The others are, you know, the best. Those are some heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. By the time he got to Lucali, were you sick of pizza, or was it like I would be Lucali? I've heard is unbelievable. I have that been was like there. The fifth pizza of the day. Yeah. Well, so we kind of took a we we started at like eleven, and then the first four were like from like eleven to three, and then we didn't have Lucali until like nine forty-five or ten, really. Yeah. What a pizza excursion. I'm sure the Kansas City stars were, were enjoying themselves. They, they loved it. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was a whole weekend. It was like, you know, uh, hanging out with Kate's friends and significant others who I hadn't seen in a bit, and I, I liked them, and had to, even had some wobbly pops. No way. You had yeah, a couple road sodas? I had to, yeah, I had some road sodas. Did you get loose? I, I'd say I got semi-loose. I wasn't loose, loose. We wasn't loosey-goosey wobbly pops like in between the pizza excursion or you just it, went to like a bar we went to like a bar before because we had to like kind of wait for lucali so had some wobbly pops and i had some wine at lucali that's beautiful it's a beautiful thing pairing some good vino with some good pizza what a weekend vino spumoni gardens i'm spumoning left and right and also it, it was it was hot this weekend it was humid nothing better than a nice a beverage a cool to cool you down lance yeah sure I would call it a summer beverage because you're you're drinking something during the summertime. Uh, when you have a beverage during the summer, yeah, it's like summer bev. I would I would agree. Summer Pat Beverly playing top defense, kind of being a pest. Would you say that there are multiple types of summer beverages? Yeah, I think there's a lot of beverages, and you could have them in the summer. I would go as far as to say this. Listen, I, I I'm going to go as far as to say that we should rank our personal top nine summer beverages. All right. Huge. And this is huge also because this is my way of finagling a, a, a way for us to rank some, uh, some road sodas, some alcoholic beverages. Not all of my top nine summer beverages are alcoholic, but the majority are. And this is huge. And coming off a weekend of you getting a little loose on that goose. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I think I'm at a point. So you probably did. I did this. I'm sure everyone did this. Not everyone, but you know, people do did this in like college. You counted how much drinks you had in a night. I never. This is actually a bit that I'm going to do now. I realize I used to do that. Or you know, oh, you, yeah. you start you start counting and then you lose track or whatever. But then you pretend. It's the big thing with the next day when you're all hungover. Like, yeah, oh my yeah. God, I had four yeah. Bud Lights and then I had three shots and then yeah. two. Got, yeah. I'm at, I'm counting the amount of drinks I have per year. <laughs> right right now I'm at seven. And I had six of them this weekend. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. How many do you think you had in 2020? I don't remember. I think I had less. Probably, uh, probably around like seven or eight. Huge. Yeah. I was going to, I don't, I wouldn't say I don't want to set like a goal, but I want them to be countable and minimal. I would say like I want to do under 10, but then that's like, you, you don't know. For me, I realize it's like the situations where it calls for it. And you're not, you're under 10 a so year basically, or under 10 in a sitting. Oh, definitely a sitting a year, but I, you can't, you can't be like negative like that. So I'm going to say I'm only having road sodas when the situ when not having one detracts from the situation. That's fair. What about if it adds to the situation? What if, that'll be, that'll be Bombay. So you're saying, You've already had seven, and ideally, you're only going to have three more wobbly pops. Go, go, yeah, I don't know. I might go nuts. Who knows? I might break it. 
there might be a situation in like two weeks that uh, uh, I already see. So we'll see. It might be might be over ten next next raise bets. Who knows? You never know. Toasty. Let's do it. Our How top fun nine. What? How fun am I? You're fun. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy to hear that you had seven road sodas. Six this week. Then one like a, a few months ago. <laughs> I would say before the end of the year, you're gonna have you're gonna lose track. You're gonna have at least fifty. No, definitely not fifty. Whatever happened to the the Sunday night dinners with your father in law and having a glass of wine with the espresso after the espresso before the espresso? I don't have the wine. You or something or not necessarily, but I'll I'll start. This is actually a good segue into my top nine summer beverages. Let's get into it. My number nine is something I recently discovered called the Manhattan Special. Have you heard of this? I've heard of a Manhattan cocktail. It's a cold drink. It's not alcoholic. It's espresso and soda, which sounds gross. And I heard about it and I said, that sounds gross. And Zach Zach Brazow, do you know him? Comedian? Boston. He was like talking about it. I think this is like the third or second time I mentioned him on the podcast recently. Yeah. But he was like, you got to have this. And Danielle, the bartender at the Lantern slash Bronx River Yacht Club slash comedy shop made it. And I was like, oh, I, I can't be rude. I got to have this. And I wasn't even sure if it was going to be hot, if it was going to be cold, if it was going to be yes, if it was going to be no. But I was in. I wasn't out. It was delicious. And it looked majestic. I brought it on stage. People thought it was a real drink. So just espresso and, and soda. And I'm not a soda guy. Lou Gambeski in my formative years, varsity basketball coach of Smithtown High School, Lou, would, do coach these, Lou. would do these lectures and he would scream at us. And one of them, the most memorable one, is how he yelled for a long time that soda was liquid candy. <laughs> and he said, soda is liquid candy. And then like just kept saying how bad soda was. And then he would tell us to like- too much soda? I don't know. It was like- this it was like this week every year. Like this week is probably when that camp is happening, if it is still happening. And it usually was hot. And he would be like, You have to have they would be obsessed with hydration. Yeah. And they'd be like, You have to have 10 drinks of water, 10 glasses of water before you even come here. I was like, these people are crazy, but now they're I realize they're the smartest people I've ever met. Absolutely. And they're saving their butts so no one no exactly. kids are passing out. Yeah. But this Manhattan I've never special. Heard of this. I probably would enjoy that. So is espresso with cola? So yeah. Hot? And I'm not a soda pop guy. I'm more of a pony boy. And it was like, it was just, it was great. I can't even, can't even describe it. It was just a unique blend of flavors I didn't know existed. It's rare that you get introduced to a new sort of taste, but it like clearly was a caffeinated drink. But then because of the espresso, you know, the espresso, it's like, it was like two strong things meeting together and making a new thing. And it was cool. And it was cool. So that was appreciative and good for the summer. I can't imagine. It's got to give you energy. It's got to give you. Yeah. Well, that night, that night I had it probably at like seven or eight, eight, probably 8 p.m. Maybe a third day couldn't sleep. Right. It was too much. Use a glass of vino after that. My number eight is a Slurpee. Wow. That is a good one. That is a, that's a hell of a pick. Again, not, not, not a soda guy, but there's something magical about a 7-Eleven Slurpee. Just being 16 going in there, buying some energy bars, buying some Sean Williams scotch tape, and the Slurpee. It's a treat. It's excessive. It's refreshing. It's bad for you. It's good for your soul. You, know, you, you feel like you walk outside the parking lot of 7-Eleven, sipping a Slurpee. You feel like you're the king of the suburbs. You can't, can't be beat. 
Can't believe I didn't have that on my top nine. Unbelievable. I would have that easily after football practice on a hot day, going to 7-Eleven, getting a Slurpee. Nothing more refreshing. What, what was your go-to Slurpee flavor? I didn't have one. I just mixed and matched whatever, I, whatever looked cool. I was a big Coke Slurpee guy. I love regular Coke or the pina colada. I didn't even know. I just liked the different color combinations. And I would never finish whatever Slurpee I got ever because i realized after the after it was cold it was just soda and i thought it was kind of gross yeah yeah it's just syrup yeah oh that's good though oh i want a syrupy so bad just dumped on my head right now i'll dump a syrupy on your head please my number seven is sweet tea sweet tea georgia do i know what sweet tea is not really i'm gonna be honest but sometimes i get it sometimes if i'm at a situation and they're like what do you want to drink and for some reason i don't want my go-to trusty water I'll say, you know what? Sweet tea is a, you know what? It's a, you know what? I'll treat myself. I don't even know what this is, but it seems like the thing to get in this situation. We're on a porch, but also at a restaurant. I'll have a sweet tea. Is it sweet? I don't think so. Is it tea? Not really, but it's sweet tea. Sweet Tina Turner. Is that different than iced tea? I think so. It's something I realized that, I mean, it's, it's, from, it's from the South. Right. So yeah. it's like a southern thing. Yeah. But I realized like I don't think Jews know what sweet tea is. No idea. It sounds intimidating. I just pictured like a, a southern lady offering me sweet tea and just being scared to say no. Sometimes I get it. I've gotten it probably like five or six times in my life, but I still don't know what it is. Right. But I like it's it. Good one. And I like yes. the idea of getting it. Really the idea of getting it is yeah. the best. Yeah. Oh, it's I like had cool, a nice sweet tea with lunch. Cool down with the sweet tea. Yeah. It's a good one. I don't know that I've ever had. I'm sure I have. I have. I just maybe not aware of it. Sweet sauce in the form of tea. My number nine, top nine, summer bevs. It's my first alcoholic beverage. It's a mojito. I find a mojito to be extremely refreshing. The, the rum, lime juice, soda water. It's got a sweet element with some mint, citrus, herbaceous, herb Williams. Mojito, Bobito. I can crush mojitos. They're so they're so easy to, to, to drink on a nice, warm, hot day. Pour it on my head like a Slurpee. And the mint flavor, it gives it this like nice after aftertaste that is just tremendous. It looks cool visually with some fresh mint. Easy to make. Get some rum in there. A mojito, number nine. Yeah, no, it's great to cool off when, you know, it's hot out. It's like a good summer beverage. Couldn't have said it better than myself. I don't, I, 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 I've had them before. I can't really remember the mint, mint, any, anything with mint, especially in the summer is good. Mint is a great summer addition. Actually at our farmer's market, we got some mint and I've been putting it in a lot of things this great. week and it's, it's been good. Mojitos though. I feel like it's one of those things. I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just saying a lot of these bars, I feel like just say we got mojitos and then everyone's oh, yeah. like, all right, we can go there. And then they, they just say they have mojitos and, and that's it. They, they wash their hands before returning to work because employees must wash their hands before returning to work. You have to wash your hands. This Mojitos can be washed, but it's one of those similar, similar scallops where there's a top-notch mojito, then there's the mojito that's just the mojito mix with some rum. But a, a nice crafted mojito, it's above and beyond a burger. Some people call me a crafted mojito. I could see that. I'm trying to think of an Edo. Is there any guy? I think there's like some guy named Edo that I can't pull. No, but Edo, 
have you ever heard of Chester the cheetah who sells mojito cheetos mojitos something there yeah there's something there that's cheesy coming in at number eight summer beverages along the same lines of the feeling i get about a slurpee after like a football practice when i was younger at summer camp after a long day of sweating nothing better than a fresh cold gatorade specifically my number one gatorade is the light blue aka the glacier freeze just the name Glacier Freeze, while you're while you're sipping on that on a hot day, just the the idea of it, the visualization refreshes me, cools me off. I'm I'm drinking down some Glacier Freeze, Gatorade, thirst quenching. It also replenishes the electrolytes. I, I really am, there's no flavor that I dislike of Gatorade. It makes you feel better, gives you a little pep in your step. If you don't, if if you need a little after sweating, you feel a little depleted. It's Gatorade. Yeah, we've talked about Gatorade in the past, and I think I said this, but the person who invented the name Glacier Freeze deserves millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. It's not even a good, without that name, it's nothing. The I feel like blue. I feel like usually I think branding is a scam a lot of times, but that in that case, it is. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. I mean, when I think of Glacier Freeze, I get a Riptide Rush. <laughs> And if That's I don't, because if, if I'm not getting a blue Gatorade, then I think it's a lemon. Lemon to me is too tart. I don't want that. Tart Simpson. Nice. Yeah, I love Gatorade. Feels like it's kind of a, more of a childhood drink. Like, I really only drink Gatorades now if I'm like extremely hungover or if I feel like I might, I, I need some kind of electrolytes. But it feels like a treat now when you get a nice Gatorade. It's I cool. had one. I think I got one when we were playing golf. Yeah, yeah. You I needed it that day. Yeah, and I don't have it on my list just because you just feel like you're drinking sugar at this point. Yeah. I feel like I'm too old to – I know how the sausage is made to the point where it's like I'm just having sugar. Yeah. And because it's for solely supposed to solely be for hydration, I resent that. Wow, that's deep. One of my neighbors growing up, I remember there, we were like 12. We went over for, for dinner, and they were having Gatorade like with their meal. It was bizarre. Zara. Do you think if they got, that's interesting. Do you think like if you got a cut there and you needed like medical assistance, they would bring out the first Gatorade kit? Definitely. Maybe get that Sean William Scotch tape over the stitches and band them up. Yeah. My number seven, this is a new cocktail that I've only seen on the, the cocktail scene Really, the past two summers. You know the cocktail scene? I know the cocktail scene a little bit. I know the overall scene. Like I, 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 I hear names. This, this is a more of a golf beverage that I've seen people getting on the golf course. It's called the transfusion. You heard about this? Like a blood transfusion? It's, it's like a blood transfusion, but it's ginger ale, grape juice, vodka, and lime juice with some ice. And it, it is tremendously thirst quenching and delightful and a summer beverage that is delectable. Like what else, what else do you get to have grape juice? Yeah, but whatever you want. I had it during Passover. Manischewitz? Maybe Kedem. You know Kedem? I know Ketamine. No, it's a brand. Oh, okay. Grape juice is delicious. Only really on special occasions. But this, it's got that purple tinge to it mixed with the ginger ale with the bubbles, a little vodka, a little lime juice. Lance, 
Don't knock it till you try it. Throw this on the golf course. Gets your swing loosened up a little bit, a little swing oil. You're transfused. Yeah, I don't like these drinks that have these names that imply a greater gravitas than they really mean. Oh, you're really dying on the golf course. It's so tough. Your life's so tough. You need a transfusion and you're going to be good to go. Just shut up and drink some water. (laughs) Or just rename the drink to something else. What about the Glacier Freeze? We were just talking about the name, the branding. It's it's huge. It's this tra- this naming is obnoxious. You gotta try it. I'll I don't eat. like when drinks and foods are named to kind of like demonstrate that we have no not that there's no problems in the world, but that we've a lot of the survivalist problems don't exist. And transfusion is mean, a real thing that people need. Yeah, I think this is just making light of maybe some hungover people. I don't like it. Of course. So you're anti-trans, fusion. Don't don't spin this. You're trying to spin this. There's no spin. You're spin. I'm just saying, you're anti-transfusion. You're you're, you're the spin spin doctor. You're not even two princes. Take me to the doctor. I might need a transfusion. Sure. Grape juice, ginger ale. I'm transfixed. Professor McGonagall, transfiguration. Now we're into it. That was your number seven? C. Good. Pop. Time for you to stop. My, it is delicious, though. My, uh, my number six is lemonade. It's Knew a that great, was coming. It's a great beverage to cool you down on a nice summer day. I, it's my, been my go-to when I get fast food as well, which I don't know why that's been the case. It used to be high C. And now I feel like, Similar to you were talking about, you did this a great bit, and then you said you weren't as happy with your set, but you wore shorts the other day on stage and talked about it. You riffed. And I actually hosted the trivia that I used to host yesterday night. And it was really hot, so I decided to wear shorts, and I felt like a six-year-old, and (laughs) I hated it. And that's the same feeling that I get when I order high C now. So I feel like I can't order high C. I have to order a lemonade. And a lemonade, I feel like it's a cool drink for every age. You could have a lemonade stand. I actually wrote, I should probably do something with this. I wrote this uh, last summer, this like kids book um, about a kid who starts a lemonade stand, but then it becomes a multi-level marketing scheme. And if anyone is an illustrator, talk to me. It's too long. But I feel like anyway, the point is I'm saying a lemonade can be like a five-year-old starting lemonade stand, or it could be like a, a 85-year-old in Green Grove, the best nursing home in New Jersey, and you know, enjoying lemonade with Olivia Soprano. I'm gonna I'm gonna whack you. I find lemonade to be overrated. It's too sweet, too sugary. I, I never, you know, the foreshadowing, I have an element of lemonade in my future summer beverage. But on its own. <laughs> what could it be? No idea. There's really not that many elements it goes with, but on its own, it's like, it's not, I'd rather have just, it's like, I'd rather have water with a slice of lemon in it, which I guess it's kind of like lemonade, but it's you're, throwing in, you're throwing in sugars, you're throwing in, I've never had a lemonade that's like, it's either too sweet or there's not enough lemon. Tell Show me a good lemonade. So for you, it's like fourth string. It's like Cleo lemonade. Bingo. You nailed it. All right. You're entitled to your opinion. My number five is the Starbucks vanilla frappuccino. Wow. <laughs> Hot? No, cold. 
Okay. Is it even that? Is it even the vanilla frappuccino? Am I making this up? Some sort of vanilla cold drink at Starbucks. My parents, this was, this happened between, I want to say like 16 and 22. My parents went on this kick of like, whenever I feel like we were like home for like a weekend, especially when I was like, maybe right out of college or in college and whatever, they would go to Starbucks and they'd get these like vanilla drinks and they were delicious. And I always thought they're kind of a treat. They came with whipped cream, some like maybe chocolate syrup also. And I feel like if I had it now, I wouldn't like it. But at that time it was like refreshing. It felt like slightly like you were an adult because you were drinking like a coffee, but it was like a drink we would get. I remember if we were like going on some sort of, we used to like when I was around that age, we would, every summer we would go to the Tanger outlet center in Riverhead and get like clothes. And we would always get Frappuccinos like on the way. Drode was like a big Frappuccino. It's gotta be Frappuccino. I don't know what else it could have been. Ice Frappuccino. Does that make sense? Is that a drink? I'm not really familiar with Frappuccinos. I think I've definitely had them. I'm not sure. It's some hot... caffeinated vanilla cool drink at Starbucks. It's and kind of like a, like a, like a cool, like what the Duncan cooler. Coolada. Coolada. Yeah. Is it One time I ones? got that and it was not for me, but I think I ordered the wrong flavor or something. And then I realized I'm only at Duncan now for the croissant breakfast sandwiches, which right. are incredible. To die for. Yeah. But this was, this was really a highlight of, a few days in my in my youth al frappuccino surprised i've definitely had it back in the day and i know what you're talking about those are delicious but i just, I just can't i think there's a hot frappuccino but i don't know i don't give a frap you don't have it on your frap sheet i don't ian frappaport my neighbor upstairs is like singing and playing guitar so if it bleeds through everyone could judge him Number, number four for me, you're going to love this, I think. It's anything drunk out of a pineapple. <laughs> I do love that. Anything. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it's kind of fun. <laughs> I agree. Basically, <laughs> where, it was, where I was at was I wanted like something with pineapple juice, which is usually comes in a pineapple. If you're getting something in a pineapple, there's a good chance there's pineapple juice. I didn't want like cocktail. I'm not a cocktail person. Even before I kind of started counting the drinks I drank per year, I would didn't never have like a go-to cocktail. I would like, I love, there's a few places in the city and I'm sure everywhere where you go and you just tell them like the type of thing you like and they make it for you. Yeah. I always did that. Like I never really had a cocktail. Gives them flavors. Cause I, I always, yeah. And I always feel like the cocktails on a menu, number one, they're so expensive. So I'm mad. And number two, I feel like there was always one that I should have got, you know, it was always like, ah, I should have gotten that one, not this one. So this kind of removes that from the equation and going back to the pineapple, it's just, it's just good, clean fun. Love that. Nothing better than that. I feel like I did that a couple summers ago. My sister made like a a cocktail and we put it into a a pineapple. It's a good also sharing experience. Like people take a sip out of the pineapple, you pass it around or you have a personal pineapple. Pineapple Grove is an area of Delray Beach that, that I've been to a bunch. Nice. SpongeBob SquarePants. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. Absorbent and yellow and porous is he. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Rest in peace. <laughs> All right. Why not? That was your four? Unfortunately, yes. Now you get to go. My number it. six. I would love to pour this into a pineapple. 
is the best use of lemonade. It's when you combine half lemonade, half iced tea, and make an Arnold Palmer. Sometimes you get it, go even nuts. Maybe throw a shot of vodka, make that into a John Daly. That's what I a John it, Daly is. Yeah, Arnold Palmer was a vodka. Didn't, didn't know that. Yeah, I probably did. You probably told me before, and I forgot. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. I know that this is a delicious drink. I like when it's a homemade Arnold Palmer because then it's not too sugary. I, but still, the Arnold Palmer in the can, the tall boy Arnold Palmer from Arizona is just insane. It's filled to the brim with sugar. It is delicious. It's refreshing on a summer day. Thirst quenching. It's got the iced tea element with the sweetness of the lemonade, the tartness. Craig Carton, Boomer Carton, boom, boom in my pants. It's number six, Arnold Palmer. Yeah, that's a good choice. I didn't have it on mine because for me, it's an all year round drink. It's not like specifically for the summer. So that's the only reason I didn't include it. So I said, I'm going to do lemonade instead and I'll let Jesse hate on it. That's fair. I appreciate that. Uh, Keep it moving. My number five, it's probably, I I don't know how I feel about it being a summer beverage, but I have it the most during the summer. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I love it. It's iced coffee. It's iced coffee, Lance. I, during the fall winter, I, I transition, I transfuse myself with hot coffee, warm coffee. And then when it starts to warm up a nice iced coffee, especially these days, I've been getting into routine of going out to my local bodega in the mornings, getting a nice coffee and just on a hot, humid day, a refreshing iced coffee with a little bit of almond milk. It wakes you up. It also refreshes you. Yeah. Nice coffee. It's for, uh, it's for people who like it. Sure is. <laughs> I'm not into it. I mean, after you, I like to let my coffee linger, like that song by the Cranberries. And if you let your iced coffee linger more than five minutes, you're just having watered down coffee. And it's a problem. And some people say, oh, well, what about cold brew? Get out of here. Wow. Aggressive. What about a hot coffee, if you let it linger, turns into... Lukewarm. It's a little different. Coffee. Luke Mona is warm. It's it's a little different. It's tall. It's grande. I don't love it. I, I wish I had Slurpee instead of iced coffee. See, you don't even like it. That's your number five. No one likes yeah. it. No one wants it. No, no. I love iced coffee. I just don't no, love it as a summer beverage. No, I think don't. summer bevs. I mean, I, I have I got a nice coffee right here at 545. Don't, right don't lie to yourself. Scrumptious. Number four. It's a next level summer bev. It is absolutely one of the best alcoholic beverages you can have in the summertime. It's sangria. I love red or white sangria, but if I had my druthers, I'm going with red on a nice summer evening when it's been a long, hot day, a fresh batch of sangria, a little red wine, brandy, some juice, seltzer, throw in some fresh fruit, apples and berries. The berry, all the fruit gets infused with the sangria mix you pour it into a glass, you finish the glass, and then you start noshing on that alcohol-infused fruit. Scoop du jour, throw me into the ocean. Vamos, sangria. Sounds like you're in a, almost like a religious like cult that you need to get out of, like sangria remedy. I'm, I'm brainwashed. Yeah. King of Queens. King of sangria. Yeah. I had this on our top nine beverages, I believe. And I didn't have it on this because it, I think it 
again, I was thinking of like things that either I only like during the summer or are accentuated during the summer. And to me, sangria is accentuated in like more, I would more like to have sangria when I was not in New York. So it doesn't matter the seasonality of it. Like I would more like it when I was in Spain or even when I would be in like Florida or somewhere nice else. It's like a somewhere else drink for me, not so much a summer drink. I, I, I can I can see that. But to me, summertime is like when you're having sangria, you're, maybe you want to be mentally somewhere else. So I always want to be mentally somewhere else. Wow, that's deep. Do you, you don't hear my uh, neighbor? No. He's going nuts. I got nothing. The man upstairs. Uh, I heard a little something there. A little singing there. Yeah, he's going. He's going. I think it might bleed into the pod. So, not ideal. But what could you do? It's not terrible. I don't know how you know. You're, you you got the, this luck with these neighbors. You got the millionaire next door. I, the millionaire next door. Talk about luck. I mean, that's good luck. That's good luck. Chuck. These guy, nice guy, but I I feel like without the singing, it's fine. The singing is like, yeah, it's a little much. It's tough. Yeah. As long as it's during the day, though. If he's doing yeah, it no, summer. they're pretty. They're pretty good. Okay. That was your number what? Four. Quattro. Yeah. Oh, that was your number quattro. My number trois is sour beer. <laughs> Jesse was just very excited about it. I, I hate to say it, but sour beer is great during the summer. It's tough to beat. It's refreshing. Beer in general is refreshing during the summer. It's, it's undeniable. Sour beer ups the refreshingness way better. If, if someone's going to tie me down and force me to drink beer, then I'm going to say, please make it the summer and make it a sour beer. <laughs> wow. Don't tempt me. I'm going to get some rope. Next thing I do, yeah. six pack of uh, sour brewskis. I'm coming over. I didn't even know you've had sour beer. I didn't know you were into sour I beer. I used to, um, well, where I hosted, I host trivia still at ABC oh, Beer yeah. Co. And they got all these different beers. And there was like the first maybe two or three years I hosted, they would always give me a free beer and they would still give me a free beer if I wanted it. I would usually get the sour ones, especially during the summer. It's fantastic. I don't have yeah. sour beer in mind because to me, it's an all year, it's a top beer all year, all year long. But 100%, it's refreshing. It's also great because usually the sour beer's alcohol content is higher, so you could sip on it and still get a nice, nice light buzz. Joe Sipalone, high school basketball teammate. Great vision. He should have played more. He was like the seventh man off the bench. I think he should have started. Wow. High Joe basketball Cipollone. IQ. Sometimes this my coach. He would sometimes like um, force passes and cause turnovers. But he would generally, like, we needed that on our team. Like, we didn't have yeah. enough creativity. The guys with the best vision always got to force yeah. it. It looks like you're exactly. forcing it. He sees yeah. it before anyone else does. Good for him. Yeah, Good exactly. Him. Great, great vision. Love that. He got engaged, I think. Still Congrats. follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. My number two is hot coffee. Stop. No, this is not where I wanted this to go, Lance. <laughs> Edit this part out. Rewind it. You don't need to do this. This is not something you... I'm doing it. I'm actually having... Now this coffee's lukewarm, as you said, because it's been... But there's nothing like... Um, the thing about hot coffee in the summer is you might think I'm doing like a bit or like leaning into something. But really, hot coffee 
prepares you for the heat that's to come. So if you're starting your day with the hot coffee and it's hot, some people are like, why would you do that to yourself? You're regulating your body temperature. It's a way to physically understand the elements and kind of be at one with nature. We don't know what, we don't know how to deal with this stuff anymore. You're just, you're just being one with the outside and hot coffee is the way to get there. I was so like calm and cool. Like, it's very hot right now, but I was like kind of met, like leaning into kind of embracing the heat. The second you said hot coffee, I feel so uncomfortably sweaty and hot. Just picturing a hot coffee on a summer day. It doesn't make any sense, Lance. It maybe it regulates your temperature, but you enjoy it. It's like medicine. It's like maybe it maybe yeah. Like, it's it's maybe. it's it's health. It's like medicine, but it also does the job of coffee. Don't so you have coffee great. all year round? Yes. Even you you prefer hot coffee in the summer over a nice. I think hot it serves. I, I think it serves a unique function. The function that hot coffee provides in the summer, particularly on a hot day, is vastly different than the function it provides other times. Wow. I got no fun in that hot function. No fun bar. I think it closed. Wow. That's tough. One time I went to no fun bar. It was before I did comedy. It was like a big spot, you know, when you're 22 and counting how much drinks you had for the night. And I went, I also found out Robin Williams died there. Wow. That's before I think we were doing. That was, that was, I was doing comedy by then. I was like waiting yeah. for a mic. That was a different got time. At no right. fun bar. This time at no fun bar it was before I started comedy walking out with um my friend we'll call him fabian and there was some guy face entirely full of blood and realized like someone smashed a bottle on this guy's face and it was pretty scary that's no fun <laughs> it was no fun that's not fun at all not as fun as my number one you know you, it. you love it it's undeniable water. there's no way to not say it's number one it's water what are we doing here? You chose the, you chose the top nine. What are we doing here? The top I, don't nine. How, I don't know how you could not say water is the top summer beverage. It's obviously the top beverage all year round, but in the summer it serves an even greater function. Today I realized it's hot. I got to listen to Lou Gambeski. I got to have like 10 cups of water before I even start the day. And I did. And I've been having water. There's a water right next to me without water. I couldn't do this pot. It couldn't be as effective. My skin wouldn't be shining, wouldn't be in a good space. You need water. And also when you are really hot and need some sort of drink, what does your mind go to? It's not going to like a pina colada. It's not going to, I don't know, Palmer. It's going to water. It's essential. It's also a brand of water, essential water, but just go with your sink if you live in New York City, because that's the way to go. Water number one, no question, no way to dispute it. I'm sure you will, but it's number one. I love water. I've got water right next to me. It's my number one liquid in my body. But if I do, when on a hot summer day, I do want a pina colada. I do want other, these other things, but I know what I need as an adult now. I know that I, can, I can't have Coca-Cola because Coach Lou is going to tell me it's, it's liquid candy. I've grown up enough to know that my botter, my botter <laughs> needs water. My botter... Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Rest in peace. Water's great, but a top beverage? There's a reason why it's not on a menu. Everyone knows water's water's available. It's like yeah, it's better than a menu. You rank it. It's above a menu. It's coming with that corned beef hash. You're trying to water down its 
effectiveness, it's simplicity, but I'm not. you can do it. I'm, when I think of our top nines, I think of just like the best of the best, the, you know, the so best flavors, the, the... <laughs> no, no disrespect to water. I, I think water is the most powerful thing probably in our world, but a top nine summer beverage. What, what I was thinking doing? about I was thinking about doing this bit of I forget exactly how it went, but it was like a conversation with like Gen Gen Z and um, something about like I can't even this is not going to do it justice, but something about how oh things are fluid, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like water's fluid, and then the Gen Z person's like water's whatever it wants to be. I'd say no, it's actually just a hydrogen molecule and two oxygen molecules. And that's it. And it can't be anything else. There's something there. It's not fluid. It's fluid. It's liquid. That's liquid gold. There's something there. Something there. It, it can't be whatever it wants to be. It has to be those elements. You know, you're getting older when all your dogs from growing up are dead. Now that's gold. <laughs> I like, I like that. I need that. My number three top nine summer beverages Another refreshing one that I don't have that often, but when I do, it is fantastic. There's a place that sells it along Dittmar's Boulevard when I walk to the park. And I actually got it a couple of days ago because the machine is outside. Good marketing. It's Frosé. Frozen Rosé. I'm not a big Rosé fan, but people, you know, people love Rosé in the summertime. They find it refreshing. I've had it. It's too sweet for me. I'd rather have white wine. But something about when people freeze this rosé, it's the adult Slurpee. It is delicious. It's, it's, it's fruity. It's got a little alcohol in it. It's refreshing. It's Take me to 7-Eleven. Get me a rosé. Sounds like you're getting juiced up. Rosé Canseco. <laughs> Coming in at the last second, that's, that's, that's a contender. That's huge. I had to have that. Bash bros. I'm mashing bros. Rosé is. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever had it. There was a period of time where I was force-fed rosé, and it's fine. Yeah, I would never. I would never count it in my yearly drink total. These days, one glass of it is fine, but more than one glass, I feel like it's it's too sweet, gives you a headache. But rosé, it's 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 delish. Sometimes when I have it, I need it to do like a Hebrew prayer. Rosé shalom. Yimro mav. Rosé shalom. Rosé shalom. It's a deep cut. My number two, you might want to cut a, cut up a couple of limes for this bad boy and serve it up with a Corona. It's my only beer on the list, but to me, it's the number one summer beer by the pool, by the beach, a Corona on lime. Just the, it's the easiest beer to drink, I think. I think, I don't know if, I, if I've said this to you, Lance, but I think we should do our top nine beers since you're a stone cold beer drinker. The beers. Drink- what? The beers. Sometimes I say things and I'm like, how does anyone listen to this podcast after the things I say? Brazerbacks, right in. Let us know. Roman. Corona Lime speaks for itself. It's easy to drink. It's smooth. It's refreshing. It's like the closest beer that is to water. It's like, you got that. Like, there, there you go. You just implicated yeah, yourself. But it's not. It's not water. It's, beer. <laughs> it's It's almost like the best thing. Almost. But it's Corona and Lime. You got to have like 20 of them to get any kind of drunk you're not gonna drink it to get drunk you're just ha- get, you're having it to get refreshed the bottle is, is iconic and after this past year with covid we might as well drink on down some corona 
Number two. My Corona. That Rona. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't have anything to say. They really talk about branding. They've really branded themselves as you're at a beach. Good for them. These people are going nuts. I feel like I should move. There's no way. You can't hear it. I hear it a little bit when when you say it, but it's not like distracting to me. Distracting to me. Moving. Moving and grooving. We're grooving. I'll keep it moving. My number one, it was my number one beverage, and it's my number one summer beverage. It's the Pina Colada Lance, but more specifically, on Fire Island, it's the drink of Fire Island. It's called Rocket Fuel, which is pretty much a pina colada. This is what I'm talking about, but go ahead. This is what I'm talking about. If you want to fuel up and you want to shoot to the moon, get some rocket fuel, get a pina colada. It's got like, I don't know, gasoline in it. It's got like rum. It's got like B12. It's got all these elements in it. Similar to water that's got, you know, elements. A pina colada has got elements too, but these elements make you a little loopy. Fruit Loops, refreshing, that coconut pineapple combo. You feel like you're on the beach in Jamaica slamming down some coladas holy mackerel lance i just see the feeling i have about describing a pina colada has totally refreshed me and cooled me off opposed to when you said hot coffee mm-hmm. it sent like a a jolt up my, like like a hot rod the movie by andy sandberg which is one of the most underrated movies of all time down my back cool me off pina colada number one this is why we're yin and yang gang i'm fourth in the mayoral race but i'm happy with myself are you? Oh, is yeah. he happy? I'm happy. I'm happy too. This is why this is why we do it. I so this is like rocket fuel. It's like the space race is over. Think of greater meaning in your life. It's like get over these names. You're at the There's beat. no significance to rock. It's like, oh, we gotta beat the Soviets or something. It's like what what are we talking? What are we talking about with rocket? What are we doing here? We're, we're trying to fuel up ourselves. We are the rockets. I know. And and Roger it's, Clemens. It's obnoxious. What's the significance to anything? What's the significance to water? What's the name water mean? It's just water. Yeah. I'd rather have a little little just call it a pina colada plus. <laughs> Disney plus. I like it. I like a little pizzazz. I like a little glitter on top, a little lipstick on a pig. I love it. All those things. Top nine summer beverages. Everyone make sure to drink up and stay hydrated. Everyone make sure to drink up, stay hydrated, listen to Lou Gambeski, soda is liquid candy. Liquid candy. We got our predictors who are sweet as candy to me. Kate Parker, KP, comes in with some predictions for Lance's top nine. She goes, what a great top nine for this scorcher of a week. Here's some LP summertime bevs. Number one, Arnold Palmer. All right. She's going to be really mad at my list. I know she's going to go crazy about the pineapple. Because I don't, I think I've had a pineapple drink by once in my life. She's going to be so mad. I, say, I, I can't really picture you like. <laughs> I just like, like the idea. Getting a pineapple. Are you going to get a pineapple to drink out of? Are you gonna... I, maybe now I am. I, I hope you will. I'm going to. Tie you up with a rope and get a, bring a pineapple over. <laughs> and a sour beer. A sour beer. Then she's got limeade. I ordered this uh, a few days ago. When we were, so when we were, before Lucali, we went to this one bar. It's like a Mexican bar. We got, um, I think I got two, I ended up getting Pacifico, not Corona. 
Nice. Pacific, yeah, two Pacificos, chips Good and summer guac. Beer. And then we went to this other bar because we still had time to kill. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So I got a lot. Everyone else got wobbly pops. I got a limeade. It was you couldn't have more than one beer? I had two. I already had two. Okay. Were so you, were you feeling full? Or are you feeling like on the verge? I, I was like, I, you know, my tolerance is low. I was like, if I have another one, it's just not going to, I'm going to feel, and you know, when you get, when you're hungry and you're, but yeah, we had to wait for food. So I knew it was just going to be a bad idea. So okay. I ended okay. up getting the options, the non-alcoholic options were a limeade or a Mexican hot chocolate, which I was thinking of, but I decided to go limeade. It was good. Not sure I've ever had limeade. I never, I didn't either. It was fine. It was fine. I'd get it hibiscus, again. Hibiscus, hibiscus or mint iced tea. Didn't think of it, but now that I know it's an option, I'll, I'll, I'd love it. Rosé. Yeah, no. Wow. A summer ale, like a Montauk. Wow, I totally forgot. Montauk watermelon beer is probably, probably my number two favorite summer beverage. Watermelon Montauk beer is insane. Well, I thought your number two was the, your number two. My number two is the Corona Line, but my number two, like if I had to rank beers, wrong. watermelon Montauk, holy mackerel. It's, it's a rarity. It's hard to find when you do. Kind. What's what's Richard, Richard Kind. God, that would have been so sick if I pulled that. And then the last one with an exclamation mark, water. Boom. She's going to be mad at my list, but she's, she's like half right on them. She's, she's mad about you. Yeah. That's for sure. Phil Jackson comes in. I will say this. Phil Jackson's predictions are a gift. They're a gift they look forward to every week. And I receive on a timely fashion every Monday. We do not mess with Phil Jackson's process. And he delivers. He sure does. Phil, you're a gift. What a gift it is. What a gift it is to sip a light, sweet, and vivacious cocktail during the sweltering heat. I expect some rousing battles over these fruity and fun libations. Let's get toasty. <laughs> Phil, toast me up. Here, Phil, here's a toast to you and your body. Cheers. <laughs> Whether they be laced with booze or not, you got to hydrate <laughs> during those dog days of summer. As a, junk, about lacing. As, a, as a junkyard dog would, the sweetest of fetists loves <laughs> to dunk his snout in a bountiful summery liquid snout oh that's good toss me in the blender click the pulse setting <laughs> pour me into your finest cups because i'm trying to get wet You're making me wet phil without I'm any gushing. further ado here's what the lefty sips on to cool down gotta love phil coming in with a great intro despite me coming for his neck last week way to rise above and beyond burger phil good for you margaritas <sighs> see I think I've outgrown margaritas. I'd rather just get tequila on the rocks. I will get a margarita from time to time, but I've, I feel like I've, the mix is not needed anymore. Pina colada. Bang! The Maruno, Phil. Had a kid. Mojito. Bang! Two for three. Sour beer or Coronas. Corona. Corona. Bang, bang, bang. Sour beer also I have all year round. Corona. Bingo, bango, Phil. Had a kid. Arnold Palmer or a John Daly. This guy is absolutely, he comes back. You gotta, this is why you gotta keep him humble. Last week I come for his neck and this week he comes back, swing for the fences, home run derby, Babe Ruth style, Phil. Atta boy, atta kid. You're right on it. 
rocket fuel from fire no Hill. no way there's no way ah! yes rocket fuel we're going to the moon phil told you lance there's no bs that's why you do it rocket power auto auto's tacos i'm gonna automate this and make it the clip then he's got bonus to Tom Collins. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Kerry Collins, but it's a Super Bowl winner, Phil. All time. All time predictions. The fact that you have Rocket Fuel in there, Arnold Palmer. Oh, Phil. If you, if you had Mojito in there, my, my head might have popped off. He did. He had Mojito? Yeah, it was like the second one. Oh, I, I, it's been such a whirlwind. Braze on, on, Philip Ross. Braze on, Phil. Holy mackerel, I love you. You're a gift. <laughs> that has to be the clip. <laughs> <sighs> Skip Bayless. Wow. I'm emotional. What a full circle. After last week, I was I was I was fuming. I was angry. I was on tilt. This week I feel loved. I feel seen. Full tilt poker. Mike Madison. The mouth. Subscribe to the Patreon. We got two off-menu episodes and a bonus exclusive to keep the, the pod kitchen lights on. Support the pod kitchen. Support the pod kitchen. Romaine, let us know what you want to see too. I'm I'm down to like uh, Jessica tie me up and feed me some sour beers and food. I'll do it. I if you subscribe, I'll let Jesse tie me up and throw some wallaby pops down my gullet. That is the clip right there. What do we have? How many people have to subscribe for us to do that? This we'll until think, next we'll week. Think about it. The clip, the clip is your reaction to <laughs> Jackson. You were not, you're not getting out of that. I can't imagine how I looked during that, but all right. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tie you up. You got any quabs? I do. So it involves Lucali, actually. So this is partly our situ the situation, but partly you'll let me know. You'll roman. Okay. So Part of the Kansas City, you know, the Kansas City star lives in Kansas City, but a lot of their friends, the college group of friends live in New York. So when she's coming, you know, it's kind of like a way to see all these different friends. Right. So she wanted to. Um, so like, the, so we did the pizza store. It was just the four of us, myself, Kate and the two Kansas City stars. But for Lucali, because it was at night, um, more people ended up coming. And there ended up being eight people, which is a lot for Lucali. It's an aggressive for getting a reservation. Well, so you can't really get a reservation. You got to go. When you put your name down, did you say people? Yeah, because you have to. We were like, you have to know. Um, But Lucali is very small. Now they do have outdoor seating, which really like doubled the amount of size. But there's probably like 25 seats in there probably now with the... I mean, that's probably generous. It's probably like 45 seats total inside and outside, maybe 50. Um, so eight is a lot, right? Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know if they have tables of eight. Who knows if this is going to work? So we get there at four. We wait on the line. There's a lot of people when we get there. And we're like, we don't know if we're going to get this. The line situation is pretty complex. It's almost not worth explaining, but they have it figured out. Basically, you go there. They give you, they start, they say, Seatings are an hour. You have the table for one hour. And That's it? yeah, you have the table for one hour. 
they start with 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., then go 6 to 7. Basically, if you get there first and you don't want to do 5, you'd rather do 7, you could get in another line and tell them when they, they fill up all the 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., then they go 6 p.m., 7 p.m., then 7 p.m., 8 p.m. And if you're already in line and you don't want, you go to this other line. It's getting a little testy. Some people don't know what lines are what, whatever. It's all figured out. We end up getting there and we're a group of eight and they're up to 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. by the time we get to the front of the line. And we're like, who knows? We're like, we're a group of eight. We could do four and four. And she's like, oh, no problem. We could do eight, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. So we get it. And it all seems good. And so, you know, the whole spiel is you got to get there at nine. Otherwise, they give up your, their table. Totally fair. One thing I do like, there's no resi or no anything. You just give your name and your phone number, which I respect. I like that. Old you school. have a table for an hour. It's BYOB. That's so nice. we get there at like 8.50. And the woman, it's, it's also good because the person who helped, like who was at the door when we got there was still the person, well, which I think is always, always a good thing because yeah, you know, you see this with like the lantern, for example, if it's different people, things get lost in translation, Bill Murray. Sure. And so we get there and she's like, yeah, your table will be ready soon. It gets to like nine ten, and there's a group of eight that is clearly in no rush to leave. And I'm starting to be like, what's going on here? If this is our table, then clearly there's some sort of situation going on. She says the old classic of, uh, the wrapping up. No, well, they're wrapping up. And then she also said, I'm going to get you guys like cups so you could start drinking just on the street, you know, because that's like the classic, like, oh, let's, um, you know, it might be a while. So let's appease them. Let's keep them happy, whatever. I'm like, okay, this, this is what it is. And, and I'm wondering, is it this group's fault or is it some other group from before? And they didn't get, they didn't actually get the table until like 820 or something, you know, so they didn't have the hour. Gets the, gets the 920. Still no, not even close to movement. Gets to 925. Still not close to movement. Finally gets to 930. And they're telling us, we have the table for one hour. We have to be there from 9 to 10. Oh, also, no. might I mention, I'm very nice. This is game seven of the Islanders Lightning series. And I kind of understood as a good husband, my role in this was like, I got to go to this thing. I also did want to go to Lucali, But ideally, this should all be finished. You know, when it was 9 to 10, I was like, oh, perfect. I'll kind of keep track of the game. And then the third period will be like after we eat. So we go to a bar and watch the end. It's getting later and later. I'm watching on my phone. Uh, and then it gets to be like nine. So I go up there and I don't want to make a scene, but it's 930 and there's no indication. This group is not even close to getting up. I just go up and I say, Hey, I hate to be this person, but the group of eight looks like that table of eight isn't anywhere close she just like really like intensely is like that's not your table they're a different thing and just walks away and i'm like all right so then i get kate and the kansas city star to go up and they end up talking to her and i don't even know what happens because they end up making friends with someone else but kate i love this you know the the woman's like giving kate like you know big answers so kate just goes to them last question will we will we be eating tonight but you got to love because <laughs> at this point it's nine 35. They tell us we have to get there at nine. We only have the table for an hour. And I'm just mad. Like Kate ends up making friends with another group and clearly they either like overbooked it or didn't. 
but I'm like, if you have this such rigid system, you're, you're not going to adhere to it. They, it, we ended up not seating until I think it was like nine forty-eight, and it was inside, which actually I was better because inside the better vibe, but I just felt lied to. And like, you feel like a sucker. I mean, part of it was we're a group of eight and you should never go there with a group of eight. It's like a, a sucker type of move. You really should go there with four at max, probably two people is probably the best, but I just don't like being lied to. And I understand they're a restaurant and they are very like for the demand. It's very inexpensive. The pizza is delicious. There's no denying it for even with this song and dance. I still think the pizza is some of the best in in the city. The vibe once you sit, once your seating is great, but that whole situation just made me feel like a sucker and I hate feeling like a sucker. And I'm not sure if it's QAB, they have such high demand that this type of thing is going to happen. They just didn't at any point being, they were never just like, Hey, we're sorry. Things got mixed up. They just kind of let us kind of, you know, linger drinking, which I didn't really want to do more watching the challenge. I ended up missing the whole game. I mean, I watched it on my phone, like a, like an idiot, you know, I was like one of those people, which I hate being, but I ended up just watching it like under the table on my phone. Hmm. And yeah, it was, um, it just, it just, I feel like you, you felt there was a lack of sort of not graciousness, but they also, they have no, yeah, but they also, that's, this is, this, this is kind of, you deserve that for like being eight people trying to go to Lukali. Like I don't totally blame them, but I wish it was handled a little better. That's unfortunate, especially since they're like such a popular and well-respected pizza place. It's almost like that they, the way it appears, like they don't need, felt like they needed to. Well, they don't of, need you. They don't, they don't they, need yeah, us. Yeah, they, like, they, they, they yeah. have people waiting online at four o'clock yeah. for yeah. reservation. Did they do anything to anything comp or any kind of like apology? No, or not sit at down, all. Like, sorry for the wait. No. That's, that's horrendous. 48 minutes after your reservation is unacceptable. Yeah, I would have thrown a hissy fit. I was, I was mad. I, I, I rarely get mad, but Kate, you know, she was, it's pretty minutes funny afterwards. It's, but but you tough. almost, you almost deserve that when you're a group of eight people doing yeah. the thing. So I, that's why I was mad. I felt, I just felt like a sucker. But they, if, if eight people was a thing, they could have been like, just so you know, I know they should have, they should have given you a heads up. There was they should have handled it better, but it is New York, you know? And you were saying it's the same person you dealt with earlier in the day, which is a positive, but it's also a negative. That person is probably exhausted. She didn't like, yeah, night. exactly. And she She's was, she had people, people coming up to her all, all night exactly. long. Exactly. Like, when we sitting down. Exactly. And, and you said, oh, that's the table. And she was like, that's not the table. And she was she probably herself was a little rundown. I'm sure. And you don't want people like me. That's why I prefaced it. I was like, I hate being this person. Right. But just got the, got the cold shoulder. Then Kate went up and was like, kind of diffuse the situation but osmosis coach lou collie there you go call the pirate that's that said it is really good and i would strongly recommend going just go with no more than four people yeah it's definitely my bucket list i want to try it but i don't like the fact that they're kind of getting they're, they're so big there's one in miami now there's there's i like, don't know if it's still open and they're actually opening a slice shop it's like opening like today or tomorrow it's like a, about to be open it, but the 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 pies are incredible and i imagine their slices will be different because it's kind of tough to replicate what they do in a slice, in a slice. they also got calzones which are 
outrageous time zone delicious auto zone Mike QAB is not I feel I was I was I was trying to think of a QAB I I, didn't, I, I had a lot of uh, all my things this week were not questionable they were I wouldn't have to question a lot of things but coming in at the last minute I'm going to name names here Lance a former guest on Braze Bits and a guest host Brett Raybold reached out to me I don't think he was a guest host no but he's a guest just just a guest yeah multiple multiple time guests our yeah. first ever guest two time guest two time guest two time guest I don't know if he reached out to you but he reached out to me today asking if I wanted to go to Maryland tomorrow to drive into Maryland for a a road gig the day before booking and this is not the first time this is I think the third time Brett the Jet Raybold has texted me the day before asking if I can drive him for and which is I, I'm a road dog. I want to do road gigs. I, my goal is to be doing that full time, go on the road and be driving around, making money off of, of bits, getting that comedy cash. But what is Brett Raybould doing? Not booking somebody or booking these shows a day before. He's done this multiple times. And I was like, Brett, I love it. Thank you for thinking of me. What are you doing? Texting me a day before Like I have like a bar show tomorrow, but I don't want to cancel tomorrow night the day before and be that guy who who if you're trying to get a, a high quality comedian who are you booking the day before he's doing this multiple times and he said i was like why are you doing this day before he's like oh it just slipped it slipped my mind how does he doesn't have a car he doesn't have a ride to this show he booked the show in maryland how does it slip your mind to not figure out how you're getting there and who's opening for you it makes me feel like i'm i'm the I'm, I'm for me saying no, it's like, I'm the bad guy. You're the bad guy for, for asking me. And I'm mad that he's asking me to do a show, but I'm mad. It's quab. Figure it out. If he texted me two <laughs> days before I would have summer standards. I would have moved things around texting me the day before to do a road gig in Maryland. Brent, you gotta do better than that. You gotta figure out how a calendar works and plan a little ahead of time. Sit yeah. me down. I got a table of eight. So you're not doing it? No. <laughs> he uh, he asked me uh, Saturday at like twelve, like midnight. So I, like Sunday. All right. So he's been working. On him. So I was clearly not his first tier of options. And I feel bad because I was like, I I had to, re- I would have had to rearrange a bunch of stuff. And he told he probably should if he didn't say this part, I probably would have rearranged all the things. But he said the Maryland show only has two tickets. It might not happen. So I imagine there's been more tickets sold. But then I was thinking they're Maryland and Philly. This Maryland show might not happen. If I rearrange all this stuff for a show that doesn't happen, it's going to waste. I feel like July 4th weekend, Philly, people are out of town. I don't know. Maybe that's rude. But I was like playing that calculus game. And I was like, I have to rearrange this stuff anyway. It might just make sense to respectfully say no and then be down for another one but it's it's on me i'm like turn i turned it down and i feel like do i it's one of those things it's like do i not want it bad enough i mean i have plenty of i'm doing a bunch of shows here and i would have had to take off work and rearrange something else so i was like if if he had told me a week before i'm saying like if you give me two weeks notice i would have 100 on it but you know once once you get to inside a week two days is is terrible it's terrible but it's better than one day but it's better than one day. Yeah. So I, for me, I'm saying like five days wasn't enough for me. Right. Which is, is bad because. 
and now he's he's posting on Facebook and Instagram. Like, can someone drive me and open for me for this for this road game? I know. Like, I feel desperate. I feel bad. Desperate housewives. He's ABC. cheating on his. He's cheating on his girlfriend. He's he's got. It doesn't have. He might have a girlfriend, but it's just. I I feel bad because I feel like I just said no. I feel bad. He's making us feel bad. He should he should be but the he one. Just, he, if he didn't tell me the Maryland one only has two, but I get it because you don't want to like spring that on someone. Spring Lake, New Jersey. He didn't. Well, but he doesn't. Maybe there's more. T- maybe there's more tickets sold. Maybe Spring Awakening. Yeah, Great Broadway show. But uh, yeah, I turned it down too, and I'm like, yeah, I want to do these road shows, but do I? Because I turned it down. Right. It's it's got a it's an aggressive thing. It's a long drive. I assume the way you said it. You're staying in an Airbnb. You're staying. You're staying somewhere oh. the Thursday night, and you're driving back the the next night. It sounded like we were driving back that night. He didn't even say we were staying over. But oh yeah, that, that actually is probably true. With the way which I which is fine. I've I've done yeah. those kind of shows before. It's it's a long day. That's why I need at least two days just long to fellow deeds prepare. Yeah. This episode's been a deed. It's been a, I'm, a deed come old. true. Gigi Hadid. It's huge. Bibi Netanyahu. Not He's an office anymore. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. We gotta load the episode and do do bits. Not in Maryland. Terrapins, spring in the closer. I want a two. I want two, three, four. Beautiful. Episode 82 in the books, Lance. It's, it was a scorcher. I didn't think we were going to make it through, but I'm, I'm refreshed, to be honest. I made it through my chef's whites. It's fine. Impressive. Gotta I want a pat on the back. Shout out to Pat on the back. Shout out, Pat. I got one thing to plug. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm in Maryland, and Friday, I'm in Philly. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Imagine that. Imagine after all that. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. Come to the Bronx Derby Yacht Club. Kiss me on the mouth. I think we're both there. I saw you. Are you there? I guess the day this comes out, Friday, 8 p. Yes, sir. July 2nd, 8 p. July 4th at 10 p. Arizona. I I think I'm on that too. Yeah. So come get some fireworks in terms of bits. Exactly. We're we're blasting off. Yeah. Sweet sauce. Thanks Thanks for subscribing. On Apple Podcasts. And Brett, if you're listening, we'd love to do your shows, but <laughs> just let us know earlier. Or in my case, let me know two, two months because that's what I need apparently. But let Jesse know just like five days before. Give me 48 hours, the TV show. Yeah. All right. All right. See you guys soon. Peace.